The sun rise on Saturday. I'm headed out to the lake, just my buddy and me. Got my boat hooked up to my Chevy truck. I'm running high on luck, I ain't ever coming down. Time to back the boat down the ramp again. Do everything we can to come back in with a wind That's a life of a fisherman you wouldn't understand. Something you can't fill on dry land. You gotta catch your arms way up in a cup. Set the hook on a small mouth pass and then you'll understand. You gotta get your hands on a shamari. And a jean with a trout, I bet you like what you feel. Stay on a day and give the world. Hello, welcome to my world. What up, guys? What's going on? Welcome to the weigh-in. Woo! Little Tyler Waller. Little little My World on the tunes for us tonight. Uh, Mike Elsie's already in the house. What's going on, guys? We looks like we got a full house. I'm expecting, uh, I'm really expecting fireworks. You know, Scotch posted earlier today, get your popcorn and your scotch ready. Um, you know, I, I, I'm not a scotch drinker. But I'm definitely drinking the Matthew Scotch Kool-Aid. You know what I mean? And I think if he was in front of me and he told me to take a shot or to, ha- or to you know, to sip some scotch, I think that's how y'all do it, right? You sip scotch. I've never been a drinker. Don't judge me, okay? But I'm feeling like I've never really given in to peer pressure. But I'm going to find out in about three weeks because if I'm sitting at a table with Matthew Scotch and the respect that I have for that man, and he slides over a little bit of scotch to me, I don't know, guys. Mama, if you're watching, I may have my first drink. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Um, guys, before we get too far into this, I'm going I'm to do something a little different tonight. Um, if I if I come across a little distracted, a little timid, a little a little off, um, I want to apologize for that now. Um, uh, this is not a show where we do political or and not a show where we do uh, you know, anything of that nature. Um, point blank. Uh, I've, I've got friends of mine overseas. Um, and, uh, and there's a lot going on and I'm going to leave it at that. Um, I, 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 I'm not going to get political and I'm not going to get religious, but I pray. And if you do, I ask you guys to pray for those overseas. Um, and, and those that could potentially be going overseas, there are on, on, on all sides, there are mothers and, and, and fathers, sons and daughters. Um, and, and there's, it's losing life at any, in any capacity in war is, is, is terrible. 
there's no, there's nothing good. Um, but if the reports and if some of the texts that I've gotten from friends and as this stuff pans out, there's still a lot that's not been discussed or a lot that's not been, you know, that's out. Um, we'll see how, you know, how all this goes over the next couple of weeks. But if you guys pray, pray for them, please. <sighs> Other than that, let's kick this show off, kick this show off the right way. All right. Woo! Let me take a drink, guys. I'm sorry. So, yeah. Let's do this the right way. Let's get this going, guys. We got to get pumped. We got to shake that out. Matthew freaking Scotch is on the show. He's in the green room right now. I love calling it the green room. It makes it sound cool. He's in his car outside of his parents' house. I'm assuming somewhere in Texas. <laughs> but it's Matthew freaking Scotch. Guys, the Texas hammer. He's on. He's ready to talk. He's uh like, I had to cut him off. Like, he's, he, I mean, he's got the... He's got the he's got the the juices flowing. I don't know if he's had a couple of those scotches. I think he's at his parents' place, but he was feeling good. He was ready to talk. He was ready to dish. So this guy, this season, this guy's been a legend. I mean, when I first came into the sport several years back, he was one of those names that was always talked about, right? He was always, you know, and and I referenced it earlier today with the tall tales because this guy's got stories. I can't wait. I can't wait. Let's do this the right way. You guys ready? Woo! Let's see. Let's get this right. Let's get this going. What's going on, Facebook Live? Woo! What up, everybody? Welcome to the Way In. I'm your host, Scott Butcher. We're on tonight with the one and only Mr. Matthew Scotch, and I'm freaking pumped. We are at the halfway point of our uh, of our DZ's the ten coverage. Uh, every night for the last couple nights, we've had on a different, uh, a different 10 angler and, uh, and tonight's no different. We're at the halfway point, uh, kicking it off big with the Texas hammer himself. Um, if you guys are just tuning in, I want you guys to jeans earplugs, please. Gene, stop it. <laughs> if you guys are just tuning in, I want you to drop in the comment section. Y'all know how we roll every night. Drop in the comment section. Let us know where you're watching from. Secondly, I want you to go in and smash that share button. Hold up. If you want to be in, entered into win $1,000 in DZ bucks, who doesn't need $1,000 from DZ? I tell you what, if you don't want it, enter into win it anyway and then give it to me when you win it. I'll be fine with that. Can't have too much DZ stuff. All you got to do is when you share this, you're going to enter in, you're, when you hit the share button, you're going to enter in the hashtag so we can search it. And it's the hashtag DZ the 10. Then we ask you guys to go in and just to give some publicity and kind of keep the, keep the pot stirring. If you're pulling for Matt Scotch, or if you're pulling for Jamie Broad, you're pulling for you know uh, you know Dylan uh, Dylan, you're pulling for uh, you know Ken Wood. You're gonna tag any of those guys, right? And go in and uh, and and tag them as well. So, guys, what uh, what Matthew has done this season is I don't know that it ever gets duplicated. Like I mean, ever. I, I don't know. I mean, he put up he put up Tiger Woods numbers this year, guys. And so we're going to discuss that a little bit. I'm hoping that Dwayne leaves dinner and gets me Tony X pulled up. If not, I got, you know, Matt keeps up with his own stats. So I got that stuff in front of me. But I'd love to show you guys some of the fish and stuff like that through Tony X. So I'm hoping that Dwayne wraps up dinner and we can get that done. But uh, without further ado, guys, let's bring on Matt and, uh, and let's talk a little bit. So looks like we got a full house. Ronnie Griffin's in the house. Dustin Nicholas. Uh, Derek Brundle. What's up, brother? 
Uh, Gene Jensen in the house, man. What's up, Fluke Master? Uh, Corey Dreyer, uh, Duck Tran, uh, John Boat. What's going on, guys? Mr. Matthew Scotch, what's up, champ? How are you, sir? What's going on, guys? How are y'all? Doing well, brother. Doing well, man. How you feeling? I feel pretty good, man. Now, you're at the parents' house? Where's the parents' place? My parents live in Weatherford, which is about 30 minutes west of Fort Worth. So not far from home at all, then? Not at all. I got you. So you just, I mean, you, you got some off time? I mean, what, I mean what, what, what's, what's, what brought you to the parents tonight? Uh, just honestly, I'm kind of in between. Uh, my lease just ran out. And so I'm kind of in between, like, my next move and, uh, you know, my last lease. So I got you. I got you. So you're waiting on the next spot to open up. and uh, Yeah, I've got everything stored away in a travel trailer out here and an extra garage and just kind of, you know, with all the fishing going on and everything else, I mean, just trying to find a uh, time to, to get relocated a little bit. I got you. Well, I mean, you're spending a lot of time on the road. It's, you know, kind of coming off the down season, but I mean, you're fixing to pick right back up again into life on the road for the next couple of months, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, as soon as the 10 gets here, we'll be we'll be rolling full speed ahead. So it's kind of a good time to to get this relocation situated. Sweet, dude. Sweet. Now, Now, for those of us that don't know, Tell us a little bit about about the backstory. I mean, you know, we're 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 born and raised, and and where did where did fishing come from? Uh, I was born in Dallas, Texas, uh, raised in like outside of Sugarland, between Sugarland and Richmond Rosenberg, and um, I lived there till I was sixteen. I I grew up getting the fish. My grandparents, my mom's parents, lived in White Squirrel, Texas, which is up in North Texas, and they had a farm with five stock tanks on it. And my dad's parents lived an hour away on the other side of Lake Texoma. And they had a, a boat slip down on Lake Texoma. So I spent my summers like every day fishing, uh, either on the lake at one grandparents or, or around my other grandparents' stock tanks. And I, when I wasn't up there in the summertime, we had a place down in Matagorda Bay. And I spent a lot of time saltwater fishing as a kid. Like if I had free time and I wasn't playing baseball, I was fishing. Dude. So, I mean, uh, you don't even like it's just second nature to you. Like you don't even really know life without fishing. There was a, a span between when I left high school and I went to culinary school and uh, I worked for about 10 years as a chef. And there was the majority of that time I really didn't get to fish as much as I would like. You know, I mean, it's, you know, it, it's kind of like a less version of going into the military. You know, I mean, it's kind of crappy hours, crappy pay. Uh, you know, you're definitely not putting your life on the line like you mentioned and led to earlier. Um, but you know, it's just kind of like a, a thankless job that you go into and you work all holidays. And, you know, I just uh, I didn't get a lot of opportunity to fish while I was doing that. Um, and I getting a kayak actually opened doors for me to uh, to get to fish more and leave that behind. Now, at what at what point did did the kayak live like at what point do you I mean, do you remember looking at boats and going, wait a minute, I can fish out of a kayak. I mean, do you remember that phase? Yeah, I mean, I remember seeing those uh, like seeing Hobie kayaks. Like, I always went to the boat shows and stuff like that as a kid in Houston. And I've been seeing, you know, like that Hank Parker kayak for a long time, you know. I mean, this goes way back. And uh, I thought, you know, like, I would love to get something like that, but I could never even afford, like, a kayak, you know, when I was younger. And um, so I got an opportunity a little later in life when I was cooking to uh, to look for a used kayak. And I found a used Hobie Pro Angler 14 it was actually Ty Sutherland's who has a, a YouTube channel, 30 miles out. And uh, that's actually I, a really good YouTube channel too, by the way. <laughs> yeah. 
So I bought Ty's old uh, Pro Angler and I used it for a year. And what I year just, is this? What year? What 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 year are we looking at? 2012. Okay. Yeah. So uh, in 2012, I bought that kayak. I used it all year, and I, I fell in love with kayak fishing. I mean, uh, after using it for a year, I, I felt like I wanted obviously wanted to kayak fish more, and I ended up selling that kayak and upgrading to a pro, a new Pro Angler 12 whenever those came out. And uh, I used that kayak for about five years, and then I've over the past two years, I've kind of moved on to the Hobie Outbacks. And, and, and I mean, so let's touch on that. I mean, obviously you've been Hobie, you know, since, since you got into the game, Hobie is, you know, I mean, Hobie is, you know, considered by, by, uh, you know, half of the, half of the community to be, you know, the, the Rolls Royce, the Cadillac of the sport for you, why the step back, the step back, you know what I mean? To, to the, to the outback. Uh, you know, I, you know, everybody has their personal reasons for what works for them. And I've, after about five years of being in that pro angler, you know, I, I get out there and kayaking is a really physical sport. Um, I'd never used a motor, actually just acquired a Torquedo. So like the whole time I've been kayak fishing, it, it's always been self-propelled. And, uh, you know, I would get out there, I kayak so much that I would be in rough conditions. I'd be pushing it too hard. And, you know, we don't think about things like our spinal alignment and our back positioning and stuff like that because a lot of times when you get in situations you're pushing as hard as you physically can to either cross a lake or you know to get back on time I mean there's so many things every situation's a little unique to what's going on but after about five years I was having back, uh, lower back problems with my Hobie PA12 and I almost got out of kayak fishing last year I almost sold everything and just got out of it because it had become so painful for me I I couldn't deal with it and um i fished all of not 2019 but the majority of 2018 i mean i was in pain every single time i fished um and it was really bad i, I was very miserable and um this past year going to a lighter faster kayak uh in the hobie outback um and also being conscious of what was going wrong with my back and what was causing me pain um i've I wouldn't say I'm a hundred percent healed, but I'm light years ahead of where I was in 2018. Phenomenal, man. Phenomenal. Now growing up and being, you know, being around fishing and everything else and, and, and doing all this, I mean, you know, like I said, you, you took that break in culinary school and, 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 and kind of went, you know, kind of went that way of life, worked your way back into the sport. Um, I mean, what was the trigger for you to start finding the, the, the competitive nature? Obviously Texas this year had their own region with KBF. But Texas is known for, I mean, you guys have got hammers left and right, it seems like, in every other town. You guys are known for having multiple clubs. You have, you guys have the, the Big Texas Showdown, right, every single year? Or the Brawl? What is that called? What's the Big Texas tournament called? The Lone Star Throwdown. The Lone Star Throwdown, yeah. And so, so Texas has got a phenomenal culture of fishing, but even one step above that into our community, a phenomenal culture of kayak fishing. I mean, so 2012, I mean, was it 2012, 2013, you started kind of blending yourself into that culture there in Texas? Yeah, I mean, when I got into kayak fishing, there had only been competitive kayak bass fishing tournaments. I was coming in on the second year of them ever being around. Um, and they were small, with small little club trails, $25 a person. We were getting anywhere from 20 to maybe 40 people at a big event. Um, and it was difficult at the time. You know, everything was so new it was difficult to get people to attend tournaments. Uh, a lot of guys just wanted to fun fish people, you know, it was too much money at the time for a lot of people. And, um, 
you know, it was kind of a slow growth at first. Um, but I fished every single kayak event I could. Um, and that's kind of like my advice to a lot of people who ask me, like, you know, how do you do this? And it's time on the water. You cannot replicate time on the water without putting in time on the water. You can watch all the YouTube videos. You can read all the books you want. You can look at online fishing reports all day till you're blue in the face. But if you don't go out on the water and try to fish in every different condition possible, you're never going to get good at fishing. Well, not competitively. That, that time on the water, I mean, you're not the only one that says it. You know, you know I, I had the pleasure of interviewing you know, Zona earlier this year you know, on my other, on my other podcast platform, you know, he says the same thing. He preaches that, that toe, you know, time on the water is something you can't get back. It's something like you said, you can't replicate. Um, so the competitive drive in you, Scotch, because you're very competitive on the water. Are you competitive off of the water? Yeah, it's everything I do. I, we could be playing golf, football, basketball. It doesn't matter what it is. I want to beat you at it. Uh, and, and that carries over to fishing too. I mean, it was the same way when I was cooking. I wanted to be the best person in the kitchen. Um, I, I, it's kind of a self-reflection of how hard and how much heart I have. Um, you know, I, I mean, I'm not the, the biggest guy, but I always felt like I had more heart than the biggest guy. And it was always something that kind of willed me to want to do better. Well, I'm not, I'm not touching the biggest guy comment. I think Dylan said something on, the, on a live a couple weeks ago. I'm going to let you guys take that up in the house. I'm just going to be there to watch it. But uh, <laughs> the 15 year old making making uh, making stature jokes. So I'll let you take that up with Dylan down at the house in a couple of weeks. Won't be the first time you've heard something like that, right? Nah, I mean, it, <laughs> you know, like all that does is just motivate me to do better. Uh, you know, I'm self motivated, but you know, I, I'm definitely not someone you want to give bulletin board material to. I got you. I got you. I like it. I like it. I like that fire. Now talking about that fire. I just want to run through some of the quick stats. You fished 18 events in 2019. Now, guys, I told you guys a little bit earlier, um, you know, a, a Tiger Woods type of season. You know what I mean? Tiger Woods, you know, pre-wrecked car and mistresses, right? Um, uh, if, if you didn't know, y'all can look that up later on, but that was the thing. Um, 18 tournaments. You didn't place lower than sixth place in all but three of those in 15 tournaments you were top five or higher and you actually ended up taking one two three four five six seven seven one two three four five six six tournaments you took first place in six different events this year and second place in three that's scotch i mean was that a goal? I mean, or that, I mean. I, I honestly, like, it, this might seem counterintuitive. I don't set long-term goals. Um, I fish, you know, kind of day-to-day. When I'm fishing on the water, it's it's fish-to-fish. Um, and I, I kind of keep my, my goals close and realistic. Incredible. I Incredible. think focusing on the short-term lays the groundwork for long-term. If you guys are just tuning in, welcome to the way in. I'm your host, Scott Butcher. We're on with uh, with the Texas Hammer himself, Mr. Matthew Scotch, walking through his season, talking a little bit about his past, getting ready to dive in and talk about the 10 and everything there. So if you guys got any comments, thoughts, concerns, uh, if you guys want to weigh in, get it. If you guys want to weigh in on the show here, you guys drop those comments down there in the, in the, in the comment box below. If you haven't done so, done so already, guys, y'all go ahead and smash that share button. 
let everybody know that we're at about the halfway point here with Mr. with Mr. Scotch. Uh, you guys can uh, can register to enter in about uh, register to enter in for a thousand dollar DZ gift card by using the hashtag DZ the ten and tagging any of these eleven competitors. I'm fixing to pull those competitors up here on the screen and uh, and, and and talk a little bit about the ten. Now this is your first year, Scotch, making the ten. Now you you said before, and and you're kind of really known. I mean, you're you're a hammer everywhere. You've proven that, but you're also a guy who you you like to stay close to home. You, you know you 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 know you 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 stretch legs when you need to, but there's such good fishing there. Like, why would you leave, right? I mean, there's a financial aspect to everything. I mean, it costs money to travel further away, and I have to see a return on investment that I feel like is going to benefit me. Uh, and I think every kayak angler, when it, it really boils down to that, um, you know, I mean, yeah, you could travel further away, but why would you travel, you know, an extra five or 600 miles away to make an event when your odds are better to stay three hours away and fish a local event that's going to pay you out just as much or more. And I mean, you know, it's, you just have to consider those things where, you know, you, where your odds higher. And, and you need to put your eggs in those baskets. I got you. I got you. Well, this year, uh, Texas had their own region in 2019. And, uh, you know, and, and that, that, you know, you fish enough and you, I mean, you straight up, uh, you know, you, you won one, two, three of those events. You took second in, uh, in one, fourth in another, fifth in another. You ended up being Texas's uh, KBF AOY as long as the North Texas Trail uh, AOI, you, you went to St. Clair for the Hobie event and took third in the, in the, the TOC. I mean, you only lost to Jody queen, the man who won it all. So, I mean, you know, your stats this year, um, you know, are, are phenomenal. You won the, uh, the Lone Star throwdown didn't you? And you carried the team that you went, that you, that you fished for, right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I had big bass for the tournament and uh, and led the individual tournament. So, so what is what is getting ready to to load up? And I, I'm gonna throw I'm gonna throw I'm gonna throw the numbers up here on the board just so we can kind of look at them and talk at them here. Um, but getting ready to go down to Kissimmee and Kissimmee chain of Kissimmee chain of lakes for the DZ the ten tournament. Uh, big shout out to Kissimmee Sports for hosting this thing. When, when we threw these numbers on the screen earlier this week on Brad Case's night, I mean, what was your gut thought there, Matthew? I mean, I was pretty happy to see it. I mean, I think that's the sort of payout that's, uh, that you would want to see it in an event like this. If it's going to be a premier event, um, it's nice to see that every angler that made it is going to get rewarded for it and, you know, financially rewarded for it. It's, it's nice to get free stuff from sponsors and all that. I mean, those are great perks, but money is really what helps kayak anglers make the next event i got you so now with that and 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 getting that thousand dollars just for walking into the door to the tin house here in just a couple of weeks um i, I did did that did that take any kind of pressure off of you it did it definitely does um i think that some guys are definitely gonna swing a little bit bigger now knowing that they're not gonna zero uh financially and i'll you know i'll definitely be one of those people that's seeing what I can do while I'm fishing and, and see if I can put together a, a little bit bigger average size fish than what everybody else might be on. 
Is it uh, now? I just I'm gonna I'm gonna go straight to the jugular here, Matthew. Is it for you? Is it a driving factor of hardware, or is it a driving factor of 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 the check? What what what's 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 more the driving force be, that makes you competitive, Matt? The hardware is nice because it gives you something to look back on, but and the money's nice because it gives you a way to continue fishing. But more than anything, I'm looking for the respect. Uh, the respect that comes with winning, um, you know, that's what I'm after. Now, it's funny that you even mentioned respect because I want to touch on that. You do you feel like you have a chip on your shoulder because there are people in the in the in the kayak community who feel like you do well in Texas, even though we've already discussed Lake St. Clair, Lake St. Clair and the BOS and the TOC and you have you have this track record. And I do well. I do well everywhere. If you don't know my stats when I leave Texas, you you just don't know. You you're not paying close enough attention. I I had a a standing check record on Kentucky Lake, which is nowhere near Texas, of nine events in a row that I cut a check on Kentucky Lake. That's not in my backyard. Um, I won four Hobie Outbacks and Broken Bow, uh, which is in Oklahoma. You know, fishing's fishing, and it doesn't matter if it's in Florida, Lake St. Clair, Texas, California. If you know how to catch fish, you can catch fish. I got you. So now with that, I mean, do you feel any pressure that there's this, that there's this, you know, invisible monkey on your back to go down here and compete? Yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, anytime you do well, there's expectations placed on you. And, um, you know, I'm just one of those people, I'm competitive by nature. So it's not, the moment's never too big for me. I've been in big moments throughout my life, you know, all throughout it. And, you know, I mean, I'm not one of those people that really lets pressure get to them. I, to say I feel it, um, would probably be a lie. Okay. So now coming into this house with these 10 guys, uh, I mean, have you, have you, I mean, I know, you, you know, you've got a phenomenal group of friends, a great group of following, you know, I know Guillermo and you were super close, you know, I know you run, you know, you spend a lot of time with Siddiqui and Christine and, you know, and, and Cody and, you know, and so many others across the sport, we can keep name dropping, but you guys get the reference. He runs with hammers. Um, so I, I mean, do you, do you, are you expecting anything? Any, I mean, what are you expecting walking into this house? Uh, you know, I'm just expecting to go down there and have a good time. Um, you know, try to catch some fish and enjoy myself. I mean, other than that, I mean, I've never been there before. I've never fished in Florida, really, other than a few saltwater trips that were just like, you know, half day trips or something like that. I really don't have a lot of bass fishing experience in Florida. So I'm just looking to go down there, uh, enjoy myself and uh, focus on doing what I got to do to catch 10 big bass. Do you expect any type of, of, of pressure being put on you in the house or do you expect to be a part of any pressure? put on someone else in the house you know uh just you know kind of having you know i got a little bit of a killer instinct in me so like i i i feel like i'd like to be the influencer not the influencee uh i would like to dictate who's feeling pressure and not you know be somebody that's thinking i'm behind the eight ball of what somebody else might be on or something like that i got you well now if we run down the list and i'm going to do that right here right now if we go down the list of, of, of your competition in, in, in this year, your first 10, like you stated and like your track record shows, 
you're uh you're you you have you have no issues with any kind of competition, Matthew. But you're coming into this house against the the frogman himself and 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 a neighbor of yours, Mr. Brad Case. You know, J Jamie Broad is uh is is a guy who um you know is is coming into this competition uh you know ready to uh you know ready to 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 make a, an even bigger name for himself i know you know he's he's a he's a local guy he fishes a lot of the same events and tournaments and and, and waters and stuff that you guys do you know down down in that region um casey reed is probably and i've said this just about every single night i think he's probably the most cerebral angler i think running around our sport right now cody milton is just i mean uh you know i i you know, uh, uh, there's there's been some platforms that have put Cody Milton at number one this year with their algorithms. He was last year's AOI. Um, you know, this is his third event. He's he's the reigning champ. He's the perennial favorite. He's a guy that every single person has come on here and said that they expect Cody Milton to give him trouble. Last night we interviewed the kid Dylan, 15 years old, coming in hot. Doesn't really have. Any, uh, you know, any mental baggage weighing him down. He doesn't have that history of, of errors. I was really impressed listening to Dylan last night. Uh, Dylan's impressive. Yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, honest, you, when you see the situation, I mean, he's 15. You would think he doesn't have a lot of experience, but he seemed like he's a pretty cool kid. Uh, he seemed like he got his head on his shoulders, too. So, I mean, he's definitely going to be someone to watch out for. He's coming, to, he's coming to play, Scotch. I'm telling you right now. The kid's coming to play. I'm not he, sleeping. He on literally him. he fished an event in February of last year, and and caught himself physically not being able to be to do what he wanted to do. He's lost fifty, almost sixty pounds, bro. Yeah, um, yeah, man. Uh, like I said, I was very impressed listening to Dylan last night. I think he's got a good head on his shoulders, and uh, you know the sky's the limit for him. And we'll see what he does at this event. You know, tomorrow night we're interviewing Derek Brundle. Derek's a guy who just, you know, a lot like yourself, man, it felt like he was cashing a check in every single tournament in 2019. And to be honest with you, nobody's mentioned him. Nobody's come on this show yet and said anything about worried about Derek Brundle. I think he's a sleeper. Yeah, without you know, a doubt. And, I mean, you know, I'm, I'm down in Texas, so regionally, you know, Derek and yep. Ken and – you know, I don't really know Mike that well or, or Dylan that well. Um, but, you know, everybody that in this group has earned their way in. They can all fish. And anybody that's in this 10 can uh, 10 or 11, 12, however many ends up being, they can all fish and everybody can take it. So, I mean, you just need to go out there and focus and do what you can to, to do the best on that day. And that's what I'll try to do. And, you know, I, I don't my goal is just to go out there and catch fish and just see what happens. I don't really think about, I never think about who else is in the competition. Well, I got, I mean, let, so let me, let, so I'm going to finish these guys out. We got Ken Wood coming up the night after tomorrow night. Ken, this is Ken's second time making it into the 10 back to back years. And he's got a little chip on his shoulder from last year. He came into the 10 house and, and really felt like he was going to compete and straight up he didn't. And so he's coming back with a chip on his shoulder. Mike Elsie. Uh, you know, won won the NC just outside of your home state in Louisiana this year, and uh, you know, and then continued to cast check after check for the rest of the 2019 year. Josh Stewart, <laughs> I mean, the dude is 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 a legend. I, I mean, the guy 
is, you know, is unfortunately it feels like even though he's cashed a lot of checks, again, it's kind of it has that same type of aura like you do or like you feel like you do that that get over that hump, right? Like get that monkey off of the back. This is his fourth 10. He's the only guy that's been to every one of them. And then you've got the Tennessee stick in Russ Snyder's that is just lit the fishing industry on fire this year. The guy traveled all across the country and dominated on almost every body of water he put his rig on. Yeah. So, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, yeah, Russ is a very talented angler. But you know what? I mean, every single one of these guys is really good. Um, so, I mean, you know, I would hate to, to say anybody's better than other. I mean, you know, I, I'm definitely not that person that's going to, you know, rile anybody up by, you know, sliding them in any way. Well, totally understand. And I'm not going to ask you to do that. We're a positive show here on the way in. However, I am going to ask you the same question that I've asked everybody else in that these other nine guys or these other 10 guys are going to do everything they can to put themselves in a position to take $10,000 out of Matthew Scotch's pocket. Which three of these guys do you feel like is going to give you the biggest hurdle and why? Um, I think oh, I think Stewart's going to have a good run at it. Uh, you know, I mean, throwing that Cinco and, you know, I mean, that's just a really good shallow water technique. And yeah, I, I'm not that patient to, to do that all day, but J- Josh definitely is. So, I mean, he could have, a, he could definitely have a very good performance on there. Uh, Snyder's, I, I think that, uh, I think he's going to be someone to keep an eye on down there. And, uh, you know, he's just me, a great let me, fisherman. Let me, let, me, let me touch on Snyder's. If it turns cold, what does that do for Snyder's? You know, I mean, I think he's going to he's gonna be flipping and punching. Uh, and, yeah, I, I got to watch him do a little bit of that when we were at uh, lacrosse, and he's definitely very good at that. Um, so, you know, Florida, it suits well to that style of fishing. So I think he's going to come in, and that will probably be like kind of when his primary focus is, and he should do well with that. And then uh, I'm going to throw a little bit of a dark horse out there. I, I don't think anyone's really mentioned him for this, but uh, Mike Elsie, I, I think, uh, you know, I mean, performing at the national championship and winning it, that being kind of like your first major kayak competition, uh, you know, if you don't choke in those moments, there, there's no moment that's too big for you. So I, I expect him to do well, too. No, that's a three-day competition, you know. That's, that's three days of grinding on top of practice time. And, you know, and you guys are coming into this house doing some practice time. You're all going to fish the Tinvitational, which we'll get into in just a second. But you guys are all going to fish the Tinvitational to try to keep a 12th place out of the house for the 10 and then go into the 10. So by, by you know, by the weekend, you guys are going to be, most of you guys are going to be six or seven days straight on the water every day. Yeah. Uh, and I actually, I mentioned this earlier, uh, I have a Torquedo now, so I'm, I'm hoping that uh, that helps me and in some extent just stay fresh. You know, at the national championship this past year, I, I was burnt out by the last day. I had nothing left after putting in 20 miles of practice multiple days, then the event coming and it being a three-day event. Uh, by that final event, physically, I was drained and I had nothing left. And I couldn't help but think, you know, if I had something to help, preserve that energy a little bit like motoring around versus physically propelling yourself everywhere uh, that it would help me 
And um, ever I've picked that motor up about a month ago, and I haven't gone fishing without it since. And I will say that I think that's gonna that's a little ace I have in my pocket that I don't think a lot of people see coming. That I'm going to be fishing a lot fresher than I have ever fished before come tournament day. Well, it's funny that you even say that because you're a perfect guy to have this conversation with because you're at you're you're at the peak of 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 the industry. You're at the peak of 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 what the community is the 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 kayak fishing community and industry as a whole is 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 on this 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 cusp of of really doing something special this season and we're starting to see more opportunities bigger payouts a better field more opportunity for anglers like yourself as that stuff comes into play how much of what you just discussed of taking care of yourself of performing like an athlete. It's one thing to say, you know, Hey, yeah, we fish and this and that or whatever. And, you know, no offense to Hoover, you know, he's not really a physical specimen. <laughs> Just kidding, Chad. You know, I love you, bro. But, uh, but I mean, but let's be honest, right? Like there we're as we get into more and more events, more and more tournaments performing at this peak level, like you guys are going to, there's going to be some training involved in that, right? Some, some, some preparedness. So, yeah. I feel like I always got that because I'd, I've never been one of those guys that's ever had a motor. So I physically got all of my training from kayak fishing. Like I was in kayak fishing shape and I've, I've always been in kayak fishing shape. Uh, but the thing is, it's the, it's taxing to get out there and fish on a kayak six, seven straight days in a row Absolutely. and, and doing it all physically. It's like, taxing. We watch these guys do it, uh, you know, in the FLW and in BASS. And an MLF, you know, these guys go out and at the end of the day, you know, Lefebvre's done. Jordan Lee's done. You yeah. know, be, you know, Vladimir is laying down on the boat, just exhausted. At, you yeah. know what I mean? At, you know, at, at the end of these events and they've got a 250, you know, horsepower Mercury behind them or Johnson or whatever. Right. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and, you know, and, and, you know, and a, and a, and a $6,000 motor on the front of their boats. You guys are putting in 20 miles physically. Yep. Interesting. Interesting take. Now, the 10 Invitational. This event leading up to the 10 is a, is an event that that guys have had to at some point throughout the K, throughout the history of KBF have had to prove themselves, have had to do well in a, in, a, in a tournament to be qualified to get into this event. It's it's a winner take all and if and, and if one of the 11 of you guys that we had up on the screen earlier, 11 of the 11 of the 10 doesn't win this event, the winner of this event makes their way into the house. There are there are some there are some hammers in our in our community that aren't on that aren't in this house. What's your thoughts on the Tim Invitational and, and and somebody coming in and winning winning their way in? I mean, good luck. Odds are against you. I mean, uh, my money's on one of the ten guys that's in the house, and uh, you know, if someone pulls that off, good for them. But I'm gonna do everything I can to not let them in. I got you. I got you. You're, you're you're just about every one of you guys has had that same type of mentality of of it's the eleven of us and we're gonna keep it that way. Yeah. Or is there is there anybody in particular that 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 a name that comes to to mind that 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 you know is coming down that that has a shot? Eh, I mean, I really don't know who has that much experience over there, and it's a lot of water to fish and. uh no, I'm I'm on. I'm not worried about anybody. I mean, if there were, I don't. Is Broach gonna fish it? I think Jason Broach might sneak in there and do well. Or 
you know, I, I, think, could, you I know. could name drop a bunch of people, but, you know, I, I'm just really not that concerned about it. I, I think it's going to it's gonna fish unique, and I don't know if somebody coming down is going to be able to put it together for that long, enough to win the Tinvitational and then go in there and win the 10 too. I got you. I got you. Okay, so my next, my next, my next segment to run into real quick: style of fishing, right? Matt, we're talking about ten thousand dollars for first place, five thousand dollars for second place, four thousand for third, three thousand for fourth, two thousand for fifth. Everybody from sixth place down is walking in the door making a thousand dollars. For the clouds to align, everything to work out exactly how Matthew Scotch would draw it out. What's 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 the weather? What's the fishing? What 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 what's your strength? What would you be throwing to guarantee yourself a ten thousand dollar check if you could lay out the blueprint, Matthew Scotch? Man, that's a good question. I mean, I think the number one thing is uh, I need to fish clean. Um, when you when you do get big bites, you need to put them in the boat. Um, and uh, you know. I've fished long enough that I know that it doesn't matter if the cold front comes and shuts them down, I'm going to embrace it. And if the fishing is phenomenal, I'm going to embrace that too. And, you know, you know, some people are kind of known as having one technique that kind of fits their style, but you know, we have a, a lot of different fisheries here in the state of Texas. We have shallow water fisheries. We have deep water fisheries. We have some current driven fisheries and Highland reservoirs. And we, we have it all here. Uh, we have grass lakes. Um, so to be good in Texas, a lot of times that translates to being good other places too, because our fisheries, like I said, are, are just so unique here that we have everything. We don't just have one style of fishing. It isn't just Tennessee river lakes here. Um, and I think that my fishing style is whatever I feel like I need to do that day to put fish in the boat. And I'm pretty well versed in just about every technique there is. So there's not a there's not a technique or a style that that you know going in that you know driving down there right now that you know you're gonna have tied on you're using that they, that I mean that's gonna be your first go to. No, I, I'm gonna go down there and I'm gonna fish the conditions and what happens that week and I know what baits and what I need to be doing in certain conditions and and that's how I'm gonna fish. I'm gonna fish in the moment and uh, I'm not gonna fish uh, a frog just because I like throwing a frog. I mean, I'll probably throw one, but, uh, you know, I'm going to do what I have to do to catch fish down there. Makes perfect sense. Makes perfect sense. If you guys are just tuning in, welcome to the weigh-in. I'm your host, Scott Butcher. We're on with Mr. Matthew Scotch talking about the 10, getting in pretty hot and heavy here. If you've missed any of this leading up to this right now, you guys can go back and watch it here. You guys can check it out. Um, uh, check out the upload tomorrow morning um, to catch the to catch all of this and any of the previous episodes that we've done for this 10 competition. You can check that out at kayakbassfishing.com forward slash the weigh-in. If, uh, if you don't have time to sit down and you don't want to watch all this, you just want to hear these beautiful voices uh, for the, you know for these hour, hour-plus shows, you guys can download this as a podcast version on every major podcast platform out there. Um, those uh, we, we have those uploaded usually about 10 o'clock tomorrow morning. I'll have that loaded from the night before. You, again, you can go back and listen to any of these episodes previously. Uh, this show is presented, proudly presented to you guys by Fish USA. You guys can, uh, they are America's Tackle Shop. You guys can go to fishusa.com. And pretty much get anything and everything that you would need rigged out. I know that Scotch is a proud NRS guy, and uh, you know, and Fish USA carries uh, carries all those NRS things. Whether you know whether you're updating your Chinook, you're getting some new, you know, getting some uh, you know some new some new shoes for the water, uh, you know, a new sun shirt. I know that you you know Matt. I know I know you know you take care of yourself. 
keep yourself protected when you're on the water. NRS is a great brand to do that with. And, uh, and uh, FishUSA.com carries a full line of everything NRS. So make sure you guys check them out. As always on FishUSA, you can enter in the coupon code Tackle Your Dreams. Give your boy a little love and, uh, and, and save yourself a couple of bucks at the, at the same time. So, um, t- Texas, I want to, I want to talk about Texas water a little bit more because you just alluded to all the different connect, all the different con- conditions. You know, uh, I, I understand exactly the tone in your voice, but, you know, even referencing that, you know, it's not just Tennessee waterways, which is a lot of what we have from Kentucky through Tennessee on down into Alabama and Georgia. Um, so, your your I mean straight up you're a legend in in your area is there is is there do you have competition is is there a joker to if you're Batman is there a joker to your Batman that you're constantly finding yourself competing with yeah it's definitely uh Guillermo that's uh, Gonzalez a reference right there yeah so what 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 makes I know you guys are close friends and but I also know that you guys are super competitive on the water what is it about Guillermo that always seems to be you know, be your arch nemesis on the water going back and forth. One of the things I learned about Guillermo, and I think it's definitely helped me become a better tournament angler as well, is G does not fish for a limit ever. He doesn't fish for five fish. He goes out and tries to catch five big fish. And when you have people that are no longer just trying to catch five, they're actually, they're trying to beat you down and catch 90 to hundred plus inches you realize that you need to go for the jugular as well, and you need to be matching fire with fire. Cool. Now, what would you say has been your highest peak as a veteran, as, as a guy who's been around the community for a long time? We were touching on this beforehand where we've seen the, the ebb and flow of the community. We've seen KBF you know, make mistakes and fumble and they pick themselves back up. We've seen the local trails do well. You know, we we seen Hobie come in last year and start a phenomenal event. You know, they had a couple bumps in the road themselves. They're coming back this year. Bass has thrown their ring in the hat this year. There's more opportunities now for guys like yourself that compete on the levels that you compete at um, to 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 make a living, to cast checks, to to represent yourself and the companies that 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 allow them allow you to represent to represent them in in a more professional manner. What's what's your thoughts on the state of, of, of the community right now, Matt? I mean, I love it. I mean, being a guy that was kind of uh, on the ground floor of things kind of materializing here in the state of Texas. I mean, you know, and to say that I'm talking about kind of regionally in North Texas, because to say that I would maybe be cheating the guys in the central Texas area, the Cats guys, they've had a scene or started a scene, you know, early 2000 and, and they had a had a good thing going in the central Texas area for a while. But you know, it's fantastic to see all these opportunities now. Uh, it's something that I couldn't have dreamed being realistic four years ago. I just would have never thought it, uh, that bass would embrace kayak fishing, that Hobie would step up and do more than the Hobie Bass Open on Kentucky Lake and the Hobie Worlds, um, and, and KBF to continue getting better. Um, you know, I'm really proud of all the organizations and, and everything that's out there and, uh, you know, I'm looking forward to fishing as many of them as I can this year. Uh, my goal is to be in the championship at every in every league, and you know what, how, whatever, however I end in those events is fine. But if I can get to the championship event at uh, in every division or league, or you know, 
uh, tournament system I fish in, that's what I want to do. Now, as I, I'm going to, I'm going to kind of throw you, throw you to the wolves here, Scotch. So don't, don't shoot the messenger. I, I, I want to know your opinion as a guy who, who, who is a leader in this sport, who's doing it at the highest level, competing at every competing and dominating on, on every single front for, as we're getting this, this new set of eyes and this new blood and, and these kids like Dylan coming into the sport or, or, you know, even older folks that are just getting into it. What's, what's your best advice? What's your best, you know, kind of, you know, little, little motivational talk to give folks that are, that are on the outside watching episodes like this, doing the research, contemplating, you know, leaving a local club or, or stepping outside of a local club to come to a, a bigger, more national mainstream event. What's your, what's your best tactic or tip or piece of advice to those folks that are just getting into this? Uh, I would suggest they do it. They fish as much as they can. And when you lose, don't get discouraged. Uh, try to always take a lesson from every single day, be it good, bad, or indifferent on the water. Try to figure out something that worked for you and something you can improve on, and you will continue to get better. Like spoken like a champ. You guys marinate on that. Go back in when this is over. Rewind it. Listen to that again. Write those words down. That's the champ right there telling you guys about this. So, um I mean, what's, 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 so you, you come down to, to the 10 down at Kissimmee and, and fish this event. What's, what's the rest of the season layout? I know that you were talking about, you know, you, you kind of go tournament by tournament, but I mean, you have to have some type of an idea, right. Of what you're looking to do this season. Yeah. I mean, I do. I mean, I have everything kind of written down in my day planner, but you know, um, you know, we'll see what happens. Uh, I'll obviously be at the KBF national championship. I'm going to be fishing the Hobie BOS series as much as I can, the kayak bass fishing series as much as I can, and the BASS series as much as I can. And, you know, kind of how I place at the beginning of the year in certain events is kind of going to dictate where I start focusing my attention. Um, if I'm fortunate enough to, to place high in all of them, I'm going to do my best to, to make as many as I can. Like I said, my goal throughout the year is just to get to the, the final event in, in all of those leagues and then um, see what happens once I get myself in. So you're looking to be at the Classic in 2021 with BASS. You want to be back at the 10 this time next year. Mm -hmm. Possibly, I mean, let's just be honest, you want to be back at the 10 next year as the returning champ. That'd and be the then, easiest way to do it. Yeah, right, exactly. And then and then that second place finish, I mean, you're you're a man with a lot of pride and a lot of heart. You're 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 not satisfied with being beat by Jody Queen this year at the TOC. You want redemption there too, right? Yeah, without a doubt. But you know what? Uh, Jody did very well for himself. You know, I, I'm definitely proud of the job he did up there, and uh, you know, I can only hope to do that well. Uh, you know, my next opportunity at a TOC. Love it, man. Love it, dude. Well, dude, you've absolutely crushed everything that I could possibly even throw at you, man. With flying colors proving yourself to be the pro that we all know you to be. Um, there's not really much else left for me to do, bro, than roll out the red carpet, give you an opportunity to give a shout out to any kind of friends, family, any kind of sponsors you want to thank, bro. I'll shut up and the microphone is yours, brother. Uh, yeah. Um, you know, obviously Mariner sells here in Dallas. Uh, I've been partnered with them going on my second year now. And it's uh, really fantastic to be with, a, you know, I was with a, you know, like a big box brand, company for a while and it's nice to be with a kayak you know 
kayak centered kind of store now because there's just so many things that kind of come up in kayak fishing, you know, with my hobbies, with the guiding, with the tournament fishing that, that they can help me on that, uh, you know, other sponsors really couldn't do much for me in the past. So Mariner sells, uh, you know, huge thanks to them. Uh, they carry everything. They're a kayak fishing superstore. If you're looking for a nut, bolt, part, handle, uh, any kind of accessory, uh, they definitely have it. They're a kayak fishing superstore. And uh, accent fishing, you know, uh, I won three tournaments last year throwing uh, accent river special. So, uh, you know, uh, Brett over at accent fishing, you know, huge thanks for everything you do for me. And uh, looking forward to being back with accent fishing this year. I I will be throwing the river special down in Florida. You can guarantee that. Excite <laughs> uh, Bates right here, Pilot Point, Texas. Lloyd Walker over there, um, you know, big thanks to Lloyd. I mean, I use a lot of their soft plastics. Uh, Lloyd makes a really fantastic square bill that I've got a lot of confidence in. When uh, when the opportunity is right, I, I definitely pull that out. Um, I won the Lone Star Throwdown throwing that square bill this year. So really fantastic bait company. My personal best, 11.8, came on X-High a, a Baits Hogalicious. And I caught another bass that was 10-4 on an XI bait hogalicious. It's kind of like their brush hog style bait. Really, really great bait. And I'll probably be throwing that in Florida as well. Uh, NRS fishing, which you alluded to earlier. Uh, I mean, they, they do so much for me. I mean, I can't even begin to thank those guys enough. Um, you know, I mean, they're putting me on the cup team for two years in a row now at the national championship, you know, and, and providing me just all the tools I need to be successful on the water be it the bibs, the sun protection, the face garters, uh, just everything that they, they offer, um, like I said, that helps me be successful on the water. So, you know, I couldn't do it without NRS. And, uh, you know, huge thanks to those guys for, you know, the continued contributions that they keep providing me with. And uh, Hobie Fishing, obviously, you know, I mean, I, ever since I've been in this, I've been using a Hobie kayak. Um, I couldn't dream of doing it in another kayak. And, uh, you know, Hobie's been there with me, you know, from the beginning. So, uh, you know, just really appreciate them too, because, uh, you know, I've throughout the years, you know, I've had the, I've had my issues and things come up and they've always been there to, to help me out. So huge thanks to Hobie fishing for everything they've done for me and continue to do. And going into next year, uh, I'm think I'm going to become affiliated with Tennessee trailers and in your area. Yeah. And I'm going to come on board the Tennessee trailer team uh, and be representing that for 2020. So looking forward to that, looking forward to having extra space in my truck uh, when I do travel to these events, not having everything, you know, just crammed in the bed of my truck like I always have. So uh, <laughs> and also when I guide, I mean, it, it's so important to, to open up the bed of my truck and not have a bunch of ki four kayaks stacked in the bed of my truck, you know, to be able to put them on a trailer and haul them around. So, you know. Huge thanks to them for, for reaching out to me and wanting to be involved with me and promote me going into this season. And, uh, you know, I'm just looking forward to it. And, of course, you know, huge thanks to my family uh, for giving me a place to crash while I kind of get my life situated. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely, man. Absolutely, dude. Well, uh, absolutely crushed it, dude. Once again, proven to be proven to everyone why you are the pro and why you're the hammer on the water and off the water that you're that you are. Uh, last question before I let you get out of here. Coming in to Kissimmee Chain of Lakes uh, for this DZ, the 10 tournament uh, hosted by, uh, you know, uh, brought to you guys by Kissimmee Sports. 
what's 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 the what's the mental game plan how far in advance are you planning out i mean are you already doing map study do you already are you already kind of lined up on 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 ramps and places that you know you want to go check out how much pre pre homework are you putting into this event i've done enough to have a game plan um but you know that all is gonna you know we'll see how fishing goes when i get there um you know, I was talking to Joe Obernick about launches and stuff like that, you know, just an hour ago. So um, I'm definitely looking at it. I, I you know, I, I do my homework as well. Um, and so, you know, I'm, I'm working on it and I, I think I have something figured out. But, you know, we'll see what happens when we get there and we actually start fishing. Final question of the night, Scotch, and you've made it through the hot seat, brother. Ten grand. What do you spend ten grand on? I'm probably just going to put it back in the kayak fishing pot so I can make more events this year. There's a lot of miles between events and uh, it costs money to do it. And I, I pay my own way doing this. So, um, you know, to win 10 grand would definitely help me make more events. So if I get it, that's where it's going. Dude, you, you have, you have my utmost respect. You know, I love you, bro. You're absolutely phenomenal on the water and off. You carry yourself so well in everything that you do. I can't wait to get down to the tent house and spend some time with you and to get around all the guys, say you guys communicate how the camaraderie goes. Um, you know, I, 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 I think you're, you know, like you said, everyone said it, everyone in this house can win it. Um, I, I, I definitely believe that, uh, that, that, that there's, there's a, there's a bigger opportunity here for you um, to, uh, you know, to, to, to walk out of there, um, you know, with, with the swagger, the respect and the check. Um, you know, uh, so, you know, you, you, you're going to have a target on your back. That's what happens when you're the champ. That's what happens when you're a leader among men. And, uh, you know, so I, I'm excited to see how this all goes down, bro. I thank you for your time. Thank you so much for coming on and, and having the opportunity. Thanks for being supportive of everything that we do. This isn't the first time that you've come on and, and, and helped me, you know, to, you know, to establish, uh, you know, some, some respect in the community by, you know, by giving proper interviews and giving respect to anglers. It's meant a lot that you've always supported everything I've done. And uh, I'm a fan, bro. Thank you so much, man. It means a lot. Thank you for having me on, Scott, man. I appreciate it, man. And you don't got to say all those nice things about me. I mean, no, I, <laughs> I, I, I speak the truth, bro. I mean, guys will tell you left and right. I, I'm the same dude, whether this camera's on or whether it's not. And I'm excited to get to spend a week with you down here, bro. We haven't, you know, we've, we've been around each other. We haven't really got to spend a lot of time together one-on-one. And, uh, you know, and I'm, I'm going to, you know, I've, I've got, we've got some things planned and some stuff together. Um, you know, I'm not going to get in anybody's way, but, uh, you know, but, uh, you know, definitely spending some FaceTime around you and, uh, you know, and, and, you know, and, and learning from you as well as these other guys, you know, I don't consider myself a tournament angler, but I love to fish. So I love learning anything I can from all of you guys. It's always a lot of fun. So it's going to be a good time down in Florida, bro. I'm ready. Yeah, man. I'm, I'm, I'm jacked for it, man. I'm really excited, but. You know, I, I you got to kind of keep an even kill, man. You can't go out there you know, too much, too much eagerness in you. I mean, you, you got to have you know a little bit, you know a little bit. It's gonna be a grind out there, man. So it's not gonna be easy, and you know we'll see what happens, man. I'm looking forward I'm, to it. I'm not gonna lie, bro. I'm glad I ain't competing. I, I I don't know how you guys keep composure. I ain't that cool. I can't do it. I ain't got that steady hand. <laughs> it's it's hey, man. It's guaranteed money. I mean, there there's yeah, nothing to worry true. about in this event, man. Um, yep you know, just go out there and, and, and do your best. And, you know, that's, that's kind of my philosophy, you know, every day and everything I do, I always try to do my best, you know, I mean, I, I don't ever do it half halfway, you know, I mean, you know, if, if I'm competing or doing something, you know, I'm going to put my heart into it and, um, you know, you're going to have to look out for that.
How often do you still find yourself behind the behind the behind the frying pan behind a cutting board? I mean, I was cooking like an hour ago. Yeah, I mean, I, I I still do all of that stuff. I just don't do it professionally. I mean, it it's so much different to do it, you know, in your home or something like that, and then to have to do it in a kitchen under stressful conditions. And uh, you know, you do it day in day out, you know, a hundred to two hundred fifty times a night, uh, and then you get up and do it all over again. Um, you know, it, this is two totally different situations. I mean, but it, it's that it's the grind that I felt like I really learned and refined and became, you know, learned to embrace and respect working in that industry that I feel like helps me when things aren't easy on the water that I've been in tough situations before I've always gotten through them. Um, and, and so, you know, I, I just kind of learned how to embrace the suck and be happy when it when it's over with you know love it man love it dude well do your class act brother i'll see you in just a couple of weeks down at Kissimmee channel lakes thanks to Kissimmee sports and dz the 10 as you go in to compete for your share of over thirty thousand dollars brother i'm excited about it man i'll see you in a couple of weeks all right man thanks a lot scott thank you for your time matthew peace guys that wraps up uh matthew's segment here on the way in i'm fixing to show you guys a little segment uh a little piece to close out the show uh, uh, just a little taste of, of, of what these guys can be looking at uh, going into the 10 and going into the uh, to the 10 invitational. Uh, again, guys, if you guys are, are, are qualified or you think you're qualified, go into Tourney X and, uh, and, and pull up the invitational. This is an event with 100% payout. You're going to want to make sure that you're down there competing. Uh, I'm telling you right now, there's 11 guys that don't want you down there competing, don't want you down there working your way into that house. Not only is it 100% payout coming in and you win all the money, but uh, but you, but there's a thousand dollar bonus if you if you take first place away from one of these 11 guys. Um, plus, you get an opportunity to walk in the house and compete for you know you know and and take you know your portion of over thirty thousand dollars from these 11 guys. So there's a lot on the line at Kissimmee this uh, the Kissimmee Channel Lakes. Um, you know, not only is there a lot of history, a lot of pride, a lot of respect. Um, you know, I've made no, I've made no, no buts about it for me as a fan. This is the, uh, the, the Mecca. I, I just, I thank the world of this event. And I think that, uh, that it really got stepped up even bigger this year with all of the money on the line, everybody getting paid out. Um, you know, uh, a, a, a true elite event. Um, you know, uh, it's, uh, I, I'm excited to see the growth that this sport and this community is having on every level. And uh, and so, you know, they're really fixing to start off 2020 with a bang, uh, you know, right after, you know, the, the 10 Invitational, um, right into the 10. Um, you know, we really, you know, everything kicks off hot and heavy right after that. And so, uh, you know, it, it's it's going to be uh, it's going to be very interesting to see. And I'm excited for all of my friends because straight up, that's what this is on every level. I don't care whether you're fishing bass, whether you're fishing Hobie or whether you're fishing KBF. I've got so many friends in this community on all sides and all different kinds of boats, throwing all different kinds of line and lures and weights and everything else that I want to see those guys, those people compete because I say it all the time. The best people in the world spend their free time in these little plastic boats. And, uh, and I can't, I just, I can't wait to see what, what, what comes, how all this plays out. I can't wait to see and be around these 11 guys competing in this competition living together, eating together, breathing together, fishing together for a week straight. It's going to be a blast. Make sure that you're tuned in. Make sure that you're checking everything out. If you missed any of Scotch's interview, the guy is a, is, is, I don't even know if I have enough adjectives. 
the guy's amazing in everything that he does, the way that he preps, the way that he carries himself. He's so poised. He had no clue what what kind of questions I was throwing at him tonight because I didn't know until I was on the spot. So there's no way he knew. And he answered every single thing the way that your pro should answer it. This is a guy that all of you companies, I he, he, he rallied off a list of, of companies that have his back. All of you companies, if there's anybody looking to invest in this sport, in this community, guys like Scotch, guys like any of these other these other 10 dudes in this space, these are pros on the water and off. I don't care if it's 15-year-old Dylan or 97-year-old Brad Case. Just kidding, Brad Case, he's not 97. I'm just saying that, that this is this is the cream of the crop, and, and it's deep, guys. There's so much more than just these 10, but these 10 – have earned the respect, put in the blood, the sweat, the tears, the time, and the grind on the road to get here, and I'm ready. I am pumped. I am jacked, if you can't tell. It's going to be a slobber knocker. I'm expecting toads. I think we're going to see 100 inches every day. I can't wait. I can't wait to sit back on the NRS leaderboard through Tourney X and look at what I call the fish porn. I love it. I can't wait to see what's going to throw down, how these guys all come together to compete. It's going to be amazing. Uh, with that, guys, uh, big thanks to Matthew Scotch. Big thanks to Fish USA. Uh, big thanks to all you guys for tuning in. If you haven't done so already, make sure you smash that share button. Get this thing out there. Give Matthew Scotch a little bit of love and uh, you know, and get entered in to win that $1,000 gift card. All you got to do is hit uh, hashtag DZ the 10 and share this interview or any of the other interviews um, and, uh, and check that out. I'm going to leave you guys with a little video here if I can get this up and rolling. And uh, that's going to do it for me, guys. I'm Scott Butcher telling you guys, as always, attack your dreams. I love you guys, and I'll see y'all tomorrow night um, where we interview, uh, interview, I think, the biggest dark horse in the sport or in the 10 uh, tomorrow night, 8.30 Eastern time, 7.30 Central. Uh, once again, I appreciate it, Brad. Uh, Matthew Scotch, we'll catch up with you later, brother. And uh, I'm going to show you guys this clip, and then I'm getting out of here. Good night, guys. Hey guys, I'm Chad Hoop with Kite Bass Fishing, and I'm here in Kissimmee, Florida at the world-famous Big Toho Marina because I'm excited about here at the end of January, first part of February, January 29th to February 1st, called the Kayak Bass Fishing DZ-10 Invitational and the Kayak Bass Fishing DZ-10. Now, the 10 is a unique event where anglers that have fished throughout the 2019 season who finished in the top 10 of the Angler of the Year points come down to Kissimmee to fish on the Kissimmee chain to qualify to fish in the 10 through the 10 Invitational. What that means is any angler that finished in the top 10% at a KBF event is eligible to come fish the 10 Invitational, an Invitational style event that could win them that wildcard slot into the 10. The anglers that finish in the top 10 of the Angler of the Year standings come down to Kissimmee, Florida to duke it out for the title of 10 champions. Now they're competing for a guaranteed first place payout of $10,000. In addition, we're gonna take care of these anglers like no other event ever has. We're gonna put them up at a premium property. Encore Resort at Reunion is hosting the anglers for this event. We're gonna bring you some behind the scenes by filming inside the house. We're gonna get some behind the scenes dialogue between the anglers. 
We're going to do some candid interviews about the struggles that they had along the way, the successes they had along the way. I forget what I was talking about now. <laughs> We're going to bring you a unique perspective on a kite fishing event where we take 10 guys, actually 11 this year because we had two tie for 10th place, and maybe one more that wins their way in through the Timbitational and see who comes out on the top and takes on the title of the 2020 Kite Bass Fishing DZ, the 10s.